there have been many times throughout the lifetime of this channel where I have questioned its purpose. Everything one does needs its purpose questioned, always. Why do I talk this way? Why do I walk this way? Why do I eat this food? Why do I buy these things? Everything. A man needs to find purpose in the actions he takes. It is the one thing that drives his life and gives him a feeling of fulfillment where he can, on his deathbed, look back on what he's done and smile and be at absolute peace. That what he did was for others, for the world, for the future, for legacy, for love, for God, for something larger than him. But in order to arrive at that point, a man must do the least expected thing. Us men have an idea of what it is to be a man and the steps we must take to get there. But all of that is seen through our human point of view. We only know the physical and the material, and even then we cannot explain it. But we are taught to fight for our truth, to fight for our family, to conquer our fears, to dominate our realms, and to strive for more in our life. There is a last step to truly becoming the best possible man you can be. This last step takes you beyond the physical world to a more divine one. Even the strongest, wealthiest, wisest kings on earth must do the last thing that they want to do. They must submit. They must submit to the one entity that creates everything that everyone has ever known. The lives we live, the love we feel, the world we see, the future we imagine. A man who believes himself a god will never submit, for gods don't submit. Yet he is not a god, because there is only one. And once you know that god, once you felt the wrath and the mercy and the love and the pain, and truly know that through god all things begin and all things end, once a man asks himself about his purpose, his true raw purpose on this earth, that is when the journey truly begins. Not a path forward, but a maze inward. That is the journey to God. You see, God transcends everything we can ever or will ever know. We can only feel God. There is something true in the idea of God, something that we as a human species have felt across time and space, but have never really known to be true, because we cannot prove it. Different people in different cultures across different times have had different ideas of God. My mission is not to persuade you into believing my idea of God, but to make you understand the importance of the idea of God. How fundamental and deep-rooted this idea is in our lives and in the lives that have lived before us, and in the lives that will continue to live after us. In adopting this perspective, you will begin to feel empathy in a truer way. For example, the normal way of being empathetic is, I see a poor person, I feel bad, I want to help, I feel empathy. This in reality is not empathy, this is sympathy, to feel bad for someone. 
It is known that empathy is a much deeper feeling than sympathy, because you can feel their pain, not only acknowledge it. So of course, everybody wants to be kinder and good-hearted. So they say we need empathy, without ever actually feeling this. The true way of empathy has two paths. You have been in a person's shoes. You have quite literally felt what they have felt. So you truly know their pain. This is most common in someone who has lost a loved one and they see another grieve for their loved ones. So they console them with a heart full of love because they truly feel their pain. They have been there before. Or a former homeless seeing another homeless. Or a man struggling to make ends meet. He feels that because he has felt it before. Of course, since we are creatures of six senses, then the first path to empathy will always be the best and the easiest because we have memory of our past emotions. But not everyone can or will willingly put themselves in a horrible situation only to have the ability to feel empathy. It's like me tearing my ACL on purpose in order to feel someone's pain and therefore be more empathetic. It's just not rational. But empathy can be accessed in an inverted manner, meaning Instead of having to experience so you can then feel, you can first feel and then experience. The feeling though will not be a feeling of suffering or pain or struggle because that divine essence that makes you empathetic, that makes you feel what other human beings are feeling does not operate on these negative human emotions. God only operates through love. And the only reason humans suffer is because they have not opened their hearts big enough to let the necessary love from God enter and heal them. First, feel love. Feel God. And this is obviously hard to process. So here is the prerequisite. The prerequisite for love is truth. Love cannot radiate when lies are being told. You tell someone the truth, even though it might hurt them, because you love them. Jesus did not sugarcoat things in order to protect the feelings of the people he loved. He loved everyone. He told the liars the truth, even if it meant hurting them now, because he knew that the truth would set them free. Even if it meant that they would misinterpret his love as hate, he was willing to die for the truth. Love is what's left when only the truth has been spoken. And this love will not come easy. It will come at a cost of lies that you've been telling yourself and that you've been telling others. Saying that you love somebody too much to hurt them only says that you don't love them enough. So then you must ask yourself, why don't you love them enough to tell them the truth? If they are not of enough value to you and your life, then ask yourself why you pretend like they are. If you do not find happiness when you are with them, then why do you pretend like you do? You cannot pour from an empty cup, just like you cannot love if you are not filled with it. This is the connection to the divine that I always refer to. I believe it is much more powerful when a man loves, for it is unnatural to the physical senses. We see a tough, hardened, rough, defensive man and believe that he only serves as the counterpart to a loving and nurturing woman. Men have the innate ability for physical violence and aggression, so this is natural. 
but when a man who is capable of vast aggression and violence chooses the path of true pure love, he is unstoppable. A love that does not need to be signaled or shown, yet it is felt. You see his demeanor and his outlook towards an unknown world and you feel peace because you know he is at peace. To him, the unknown is the known. The stranger is the brother. The darkness is the light. The future is the present. He finds peace in a chaotic world because he believes that the world created by God is a peaceful one. His beliefs transcend his thoughts, so he always has faith and stays calm. A quote by Confucius. What the superior man seeks is in himself. What the small man seeks is in others. So what Confucius tells me is that happiness, wealth, peace, love will not be found anywhere else but inside of you. And you'll know you've reached the core when you open the last and final door and there is a mirror. And you are staring right back at your own reflection and your own self. And at that moment, you'll recall the words of Genesis 127, that God created man in his own image. And then you will finally see God in yourself and in everything around you. And then you'll feel the responsibility to act according to love, the potential that you have to change the lives of the people around you and to really have an effect on those you love. That your life is not your own. That your life is only borrowed from the Creator. May God bless you and guide your heart and your actions.